Welcome to PPR podcast number 100. My name is Paul, the undisputed star of the podcast is to my right, the president of the San Diego Strike Force, Mr. Burt Grossman. Burt, you? yes. your organization sponsoring this podcast for which we are truly grateful, but we needed a special guest. We did. Somebody who understands the PPR, someone who will talk to us, somebody uh, who can play the game. Yes. Who do you suggest we get for guest number 100? I'm going to go with Ezekiel Noah from Helix High School. Good choice. And Zeke joins <laughs> us now. Hey, Zeke. How you doing, buddy? Doing great. Thank you. Uh, we met. Uh, you want to start with the big news of the day? Or the big no, news of yesterday? I, I got to ask Zeke something. Zeke, you've had that goatee mustache since high school. Why are you going to change that up a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. I want to keep it simple. So. <laughs> but that was like what? That was... 2016, maybe when he was on the podium. Uh, uh, to my not Zeke, when I get when I finally get dragged off the stage and I'm asked to account for my 25 or five favorite moments of the PPR, you and your family will be in that whatever number it is. If it's the final three, if it's the final two, you'll be in it because you know what I'm talking about. Your family yes, sang, yeah. sang at the gala. I, I can't remember the song, but I just remember looking around the entire hangar of the air, aircraft carrier, and you had everybody leaning forward at the edge of their seat. That was one of the most magical nights in PPR history. What do you remember from it? Uh, just obviously the opportunity to be selected as one of the finalists uh, to be up there, and then to be able to share that moment with my family, uh, to show you guys, you know, who we are as a family and what we're able to do, and for us to share the, what uh, God has given us. Uh, and it was uh, definitely a special, fun night that will always be remembered. I had, I had, I mean, I wasn't with the PPR then. Paul had Soderman or Soderbro instead of me at the time, which I understand. But <laughs> so I don't. I, I remember watching you play, but I wasn't invited to the gala, so I appreciate that. Part. Yeah. But who uh, won that year, by the way? Uh, who won it? In tw tw who, do you remember? I can't remember who's uh, CJ, CJ Verdell. CJ Verdell from Modern Day won the. Oh, okay. uh, he had the big year and. Hey, uh, tell tell us where you are right now in your football career and what your football aspirations might be at uh, on a Tuesday, June sixth. Yeah, um, a lot of it is just training, keeping my body ready for the opportunities that have come. Um, I know my agent and and team's been working very hard to to help me as far as being able to have opportunities to play elsewhere, wherever it may be. Because um, I know at this time, there's a lot of different leagues um, that we could play for other than the NFL. And obviously, you know, the NFL is the main goal. And uh, But opportunities open up, and uh, I'm truly thankful for the opportunities that have been given to me recently. So. Wait, did you not sign with us? I thought you were signing with us. Um, I have not yet. It was actually finalizing today. Um, but, yeah. Uh, Wait, so I reported that Zeke signed and it was. He just said it was finalized today. You're okay. good. Well, I know, but you're I was breaking a, news here. I broke the news a day early before it was true. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. Jeez, I, I only got it from the team president. Wow. Is I, I don't, nobody tells me anything <laughs> over there. Zeke, t help me out because I, I, I watched as much of your college career as I could. Uh, I know you, I, I know you had some uh, knee issues. As you look back on your time at Boise State, were, were you hoping? Uh, obviously, every college player wants to get drafted. When that didn't work out, what, why did that not work out? Um, I think, I mean, like you said, I mean, I've, I've gone through injuries myself uh, in college, and uh, honestly, it helped me to become a better person, a better man outside of the game of football. 
and I don't regret it just because to the man I've been going into, not saying that I'm perfect, but um, to be able to learn from things that we all go through and to be able to strive through injuries, the injuries that I had, it's not easy. It's not an easy thing to do. It really tests you mentally, physically. Um, and for me to be able to come back from not only one, but two ACL injuries, it's been really fun and grateful to be able to have the opportunity to continue to play the game again. Um, but at this moment in time, you know, opportunities come and come and go. And for me, I really want to, I have no doubt the opportunities will come my way and I plan to uh, take full advantage of them. So. So, I mean, is the hope still to get into a camp this year, or are you pushing that back a year? Uh, well, as of right now, um, like I said, well, my agent was telling me players go in and out all year long, um, specifically the NFL, but obviously other leagues. It happens a lot, so that's why he was telling me just to be, be prepared in my body and my mind, and I feel like I've been doing my part as far as that. So, Yeah, and that's what's good with us. We have a partnership with the XFL, so they can – pull our players anytime and part of it is if you don't I mean you graduate and you don't film they forget about you real quick but if you're still on film and still playing and they still see you and that, that partnership still hitting people, and, yeah, and, still hitting like people and they watch and they pull out over league all the time well, uh, was Zeke the only thing I could say about the uh, arena league experience is that's going to be the hardest piece of turf you've ever played on in your life it's soft it is softer? No, you know what? It's hard when the gulls are playing. If the gulls are playing there, it's it's right over the ice. That's brutal, but it's not like that anymore. Okay. But the first, first year, yeah, that was that was I, I wouldn't get near that. Yeah, just just be careful. It's not like that anymore. Don't worry. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, telling a linebacker to be careful. So I want to ask you about. <laughs> we talked about your. I think did you break your wrist the same time you blew your knee out? Yeah, that was in 2019. So what is that? I mean, you get those two injuries, and then then you get COVID. Um, that like weird COVID season. What is that like for like rehabbing all the time, and then a weird COVID thing comes along? I mean, what's that like on the on the college campus at that time for football for everything else? Like, how'd you guys do it? What'd you do? Yeah, um, at least for us specifically, and the coaching staff and the football team, and a lot of it was the coaches had to remind us to control what we can. You know, we, I mean, as far as keeping obviously whoever's in the buildings, a lot of hand sanitizing, a lot of uh, covering masks, a lot of protocols we had to follow at that time. And it could be overwhelming as far as us players being, you know, reminded pretty much every single day to keep a mask up and wash your hands and, and hand sanitize. Cause it was a, uh, obviously at that time it was really serious. And as far as the football team at that time, I feel like we did take it seriously and, um, outside of that, when it came to being able to go practice or meetings or just playing ball, we shifted our minds solely on that. And uh, I feel like we handled it well um, that year. Um, but it was tough. So You thought it was tough in Idaho. We, were, we had these rules. Remember the goofy rules we had? You couldn't go after the coin toss because you'd be too close to a player, but you could tackle that player <laughs> without right, a man. Right. I mean, we had the goofiest I mean, rules yeah, in the history it, it, of the not, world. None of it made sense, but let's not relitigate that. No one wants to hear that conversation anymore. Uh, I, I guess I want the importance of having a plan B. You know, I, everybody who gets, so few people kid, get scholarshiped. So few people, you know, make it to that level. And, and the road keeps getting narrower. Then fewer people get drafted, then fewer people make it to the NFL. Along the way, you, I, I would think you would need to, in your heads, always have an, an, an alternative path. Is that something that, as, as the injuries mounted up, became more relevant in your life? Uh, for me personally, uh, it made me want to go harder, go more, uh, to continue to 
really play the game. You know, I've been truly blessed to be able to play this game. And what I've been through, um, it helped me become a stronger man, a stronger person to be able to strive through things, not only in football, but in life. But uh, as far as the injuries, like, I've never had a doubt in my mind that I wanted to stop playing because of an, in of an injury. Um, that's just, I, I understood that that was part of the game, you know, and being able to come back from the injury like I did, I mean, it's a great feeling, you know, to be able to go back out there. It happened to me twice. So to be able to do something like that, it's truly a blessing. I'm thankful for it every single day. And uh, like I said, the opportunity is that will come my way. I, I'll try to take advantage of mo uh, all of them and just be truly thankful because every day I try to wake up and be grateful for the opportunities that I get. Um, and I feel like it's been going well for me. So, What is it with, I mean, you had two two knee surgeries. What's that like? So on like your pro day, what would you run the shuttle on your pro day or 40? Shuttle. Uh, well, the 40, I was 4.7. Uh, and then the shuttle, uh, I was 4.2. 4.2? Uh, yeah, mid four two. Dang. All right. <laughs> um, I don't know. Is that good? That, is yeah, that's got that's got to be like. Isn't four two like top three or four in the nation? Two, two three, two three. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Um, I mean, at that time, like like I said, the last time my real surgery happened was in 2019. So it's been a few years out of those surgeries. I mean, I still have kinks in there on my knees, but I mean, that's part of. I've learned to really take care of my knees, not only that, but my body as well. That's one of the main things I learned is just how important it is to take care of your body. Um, so, yeah. So you took uh, rehab serious, <laughs> obviously. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I can tell. Yeah. Hey, well, I, yeah. I got another question because I, I, Paul pointed out earlier, I'm having, I'm having a rough stretch on, on kids committing where they're going to go. When you – I remember when you came out, I thought you were going to go to Colorado, so I got that one wrong too. <laughs> is there – I mean, what was your – I remember it was like San Diego State, it came down to Colorado and Boise, right? Wasn't it those three your top three? Yes, sir. All right, who's number two? Uh, Boise was my first one, so that's what happened. <laughs> and, you, and you wouldn't do it? I mean, if you could do it all over again, would you do it over again? I always get asked that about Pitt. Like, if you could do it every time an interview, if it come, would you do it all over again? Would you? Or The recruiting process in general? No, I wouldn't. I didn't enjoy that. Would you, would you well, pick Boise all over again? Would you make the same choice, though? For me, I would definitely pick Boise again, yes. Why? Uh... I just feel like when I went out to my visit there, I, I just felt at home over there. Um, they were very welcoming. And uh, not only, you know, the place over there, it's a new scenery for me. And I feel like I needed and wanted something new at that time. And I don't regret going out in Boise because I love it out there. Um, and not only that, obviously, the football team and how they do things over there, I really enjoyed it as well. And it, like, fit me as a person very well. So, um, but yeah. I get, so there's a question. Oh, question. Don't, 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 right. don't back off your your because your question is who was number no, two. No, you don't get the you don't get off the hook. You live in San Diego. You yeah. better say San Diego yeah. State. Who was if it wasn't Boise State? Say if they, they pulled their offer, which would have been your second choice? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Has 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 the line gone dead? It's gone, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> so see, you live in San Diego. I'm gonna say the second yeah. choice was Colorado. <laughs> So it would have been Colorado second? Yeah. Probably, yeah. All right. So I got a question for you in that because I, I grew up in Pennsylvania, and I know how cold it gets. And then I, I came out here, and then your blood thins out. You're born and raised here. Was it hard for you to go when it started to get cold up there and snow and everything? I mean, did every hit hurt you more? Because I can't even imagine. I can't even 
go to Pennsylvania without three coats now. I used to be able to walk around <laughs> shorts. How does, I mean, what is that like growing up in this and playing your whole career in this? And then it starts to get real cold and starts to snow and then people are hitting you. Does it feel a little different? A hundred percent. I mean, when I first got out there, it was my first time seeing snow. Not only me, but my family as well when they came and visited. So we actually enjoyed the snow. It was, it was really fun being in the snow. And obviously when you're there for more than a year, perspectives can change yeah <laughs> and then i did play in i did end up playing in, in two snow games since i've been in college at boise and it was not it wasn't fun i remember i don't know how samoans are because i remember junior say i was my roommate and our third year we went to cleveland and we woke up and it was snowing and you would have thought he was in disneyland it was like the biggest thrill of his life because he'd never seen snow and then I didn't explain to him what it's like to play in snow, but he figured it out, but he didn't care. But, but yeah, it's funny when the people that never see snow before and then all of a sudden they see it, it's, it's like they're in a different planet. Is that your most memorable college game? Snow, uh, the well, snow games? When, yeah, I think so, just because it was obviously different. And at the time, obviously, the warm-ups, to be honest, the warm-ups was the hardest part. But during the game, like, and when we're playing, we're not really focused about that, so... I did really enjoy that as far as, I mean, a lot of the guys are slippery in general, so it is hard to tackle in the snow, but that's no excuse for us to be able to not execute what we need. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I've always had to hand warmers, gloves, long <laughs> sleeve. I wore a long sleeve in the snow, which is not normal for me. I never wear a long sleeve. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the tough guys never wear. They no. always wear short sleeves. <laughs> and that hurts a little more, too. It hurts a lot more. Speaking of, like, memorable moments, who, if you look back on it and you could only have one play of your life to play over and over again in your head as your signature moment as an athlete, who is the hit? Who is the sack? Who is the inter... Wait, can I pick this? Then you see if we pick the same thing? Okay, you pick it. I'm going to say the interception, the Frisco ball. The interception, the Frisco ball. <laughs> That's yours too? That is, because I've never, I mean, obviously I was bummed I couldn't score, but, I mean, that was my second career college interception. I mean, that my first one was that same year, this past year. So, obviously, every linebacker wants an interception, turnovers, that's important on the defensive side. But, I mean, that's up there for me as well. So You got tripped up at, like, the 10-yard line. Your brother, <laughs> your brother Elion would have got that touchdown, I'm just saying. Watching him wow. play, he would have got a touchdown, I'm just saying. You got tripped, he got tripped up at, like, the 10. Bert, I'm impressed that you knew it. He was MVP that game. That's why I, I, I mean, I forget because of COVID. I mean, you got hurt. Then there was COVID, and I forgot. I remember watching that game. You got defensive MVP, I think. Had like two yeah, sacks and like yeah. 10 tackles <laughs> and a pick for 50 yards. You, you uh, by insulting our guest, you bring up the family. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the family name is, I mean, like, it's one of the most prominent names in all of San Diego sports. Mm -hmm. Could you talk a little bit about that and the legacy of your family? Uh, your parents have to be the proudest two people on the planet. But uh, it also means that when you get out of bed, you kind of have to live up to expectations, be it on and off the field, do you not? Yeah, um, 100%. And just, I mean, it started with the oldest, you know, and I mean, all of my siblings, all nine of us, we went to Helix, and Puka just recently graduated last week, and he's the last one, um, last one out of us. So it was a huge deal for our whole family um, and for us to be able to, do what we did at Helix is, you know, we, we don't take that for granted and, and we're truly thankful for um, just showing what God has given all of us, not just me, not just my little brothers, but my whole family, 
the gift to be able to not only play sports, to but just to spread the love of, you know, who we are as people, because that's what we were growing up to, uh, and taught about from our parents. Um, and for us personally, as far as me and my brothers, um, part of it is showing the love through the game of football. I mean, as you guys know, and just being able to share what the world has God given us um, through football and then also through, you know, as you guys know, singing, because um, we got invited to, you know, as we just talked about the gala. So, um, like I said, just, just being able to really make a name for ourselves, not only for that specific reason, but just to spread the uh, love and the gifts and the blessings that God has given, not to just my family, but to everybody in this world and for us to all of us to just serve the way we want to and the way God wants to. So, it's truly fun and truly a blessing. I remember the first time you bring up Puka. The first time I saw you was uh, Puka when he was playing for the East Lake Panthers. And you yeah. came to one of the games you're in high school, and I was like, man, that dude looks like Junior Sale already. Yeah, like, just play. big, yoked up. I was like, I was a little we, scared of you. We know like, the uh, folks over at Helix are hoping that you and your family members will rap, increase the speed of procreation because they, <laughs> they, want, they want the Noah chain to start funneling in some more athletes. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, how uh, you you have a connection obviously on the coaching staff. So, do you still follow the uh, Scotties? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm, I think all of us will continue to follow them and um, see how they do. And my dad's actually planning on coming back at least one more year just to coach. So obviously, we'll, we'll continue to follow that as well. Um, but yeah, I mean. We'll always continue to follow Helix. So if schedule's permitting, um, would you be, if you have schedule permitting, would you be coaching Helix next year maybe? Oh, no, no. No? At least not. Well, we'll see you probably later down the line, but not next year. How about working <laughs> on the PPR? Yeah. How about taking my spot on PPR? Oh. There's a lot of driving that don't give you mileage nothing. I'm just telling you right now, straight off the bat. Yeah, but, but uh, it, launches you you, it launches you into the stratosphere as far as popularity. I mean, you can't go anywhere now. That's, that's pretty much true. Uh, it's an older client. Uh, I ask this of all our guests, and I, I, you're such a serious young man. It, uh, it carries additional weight. What's the best piece of advice you've gotten along the way? Be um, it coaching, be it academic, yeah. be it parental? Yeah, um, the first thing that comes to mind is just work hard and stay humble and whatever it is, because that really can apply to anybody. Uh, so for me, I got that from my dad and I took it personally and I still do now to work hard and stay humble. I mean, everything won't go your way in life and that's just how it is. That doesn't mean to, you know, give up, pout about it. I mean, I think the number one thing for me, at least now in my life right now, is just to wake up every day and be thankful for what I have, what I got, and opportunities that will come my way. So once, uh, not only me, but just people in general, once we have more gratitude every single day, I feel like our mood will change. Um, life will be, be better for us, and that will allow us to strive and become better people in general. I got one more question, though, first. Are you, are you, so you're signed, you're practicing today? I am practicing later today. Oh, so you'll eat. Paul, you gonna come to the game this week? We got a game. Uh, at yeah, home. I'm gonna, I'll, I, I, go, I come to all the home games. Is it Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. I'll be there. So do you, let me ask you a question because I, I used to get this a lot. I mean, you've been you had the longer with COVID. I mean, you've been playing so long. So today you're the new team. You're gonna go out there and practice. You still get nervous a little bit for new practice or all new people? Oh, 100. percent I mean, the nervousness doesn't go away for me. And for me, I feel like it's a stepping stone to obviously show myself that I care about the game so much 
Now, obviously, when it comes to making the nerves go away, that comes down with preparing the right way, uh, whether it's mentally and physically. So, I mean, the nerves are always going to be there, and I feel like that's a good thing. So. It's funny. Everybody do, has do nerves. Do you guys hit during practice? Yeah. Well, no, I don't. You, no, you don't take anyone much. down during the practice, right? No, we don't even you know. We can't waste wear, bodies. We wear pads, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the funny part. It's everybody's nervous pregame, but nobody's nervous at halftime. But it's still the same game. It's weird. Why is? Oh, because the game. Because it I guess it already starts. Yeah, but I never got nervous. I'm just saying. That's how it was. Warrior. Um. Hey. I. I, 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 I uh, what time? We got a couple more minutes here. Hey. Um. Zeke. Someday. Football is going to end. We don't know when. I, I'm hoping it's 10 years, 15 years into the future for you. But whatever it is, what's what's the next path for you um, after football? Yeah, yeah. For me, I really love the game and enjoy the game of football. So I do plan on coaching um, after my you know football playing career. I do plan on coaching. So, I mean, whenever that time is, yeah, I mean, that's just the plan. So it's not like... I don't have anything after. I, I really enjoy the game and just being around the game. And for me to be able to have that, you know, coaching, I'll be able to teach, you know, other people, the younger ones, of what I learned and for them to learn from my mistakes that I've done throughout my career. So uh, that's definitely a plan for me. Well, the phone will ring, but can I? I know. So, I got one more question. So, but yeah, okay, but let me follow up on that. So then looking, I assume you'd want to work on the defensive side of the ball. What's the biggest mistake you see young football players on the defensive side of the ball making? Um, right now, I mean, just not being prepared to play the game. I mean, it takes a lot to be able to prepare for a game throughout the week mentally. And that's what I learned a lot in college, just being able to study the game. On the defensive side, it's a lot with, you know, obviously studying the certain, from certain formations on the offense that you're going to play that week. But once that, once you continue to be prepared, the game really slows down for you if you prepare the right way. Um, and that has what happened to me in college later on in college. I didn't learn that until later, but um, yeah. Final question. Sure. I'm going to rewind a little back for a second because you said you'd pick Boise all over again. There was no NIL money back when you were getting recruited. You th how much would that have changed? Because NIL now, you know, if you're on, on the tier between Boise, you really like it, but you're Colorado second, and you know Colorado's going to give you some NIL money. How much? How much does that change recruiting? Do you think? I mean, if you say one school's oh, going to give me fifty question. grand, and I almost want to go there, but I love this other school. Do you go with the culture and stay for no money, or do you go with the money and give up a little culture? Me personally, I'll I'll stay with the culture. I mean, uh, the opportunities. I mean, money comes and goes, so that, that wasn't a big issue for me, or or that wasn't a big deciding factor on where I was going to go. So if NIL was part of it, um, I feel like it wouldn't make that big of a difference on the decisions that I made. Um, just because, like I said, being at a school that was really welcoming to me and my family, uh, that's a huge deal for you know my family and I, and um, I don't regret my choice that I've made, so. I just wanted to Boy, not. you just regret the timeline. It would've been nice to have it come along a little later I'm sure Boise's <laughs> offering a nice little package right now. What do yeah, they get? Yeah. What do they get now? Uh, I mean, from what I've seen, some Lithia Ford offers or some local businesses that they have offered. Just, but yeah, that's all I've seen. 
Not too much. I'm, I don't know too much about it. Yeah, it's like, how do you compete when you're in Idaho against, like, USC? Yeah. Or for NIL money? It's yeah. impossible. I'm, well, every, I think the way they're going to have to legislate it is every program, you, you, whatever you give to one, you have to give to all. I think that would be the, you know, make the, instead of one cat making 300 grand, Sped that 300 grand over the over the roster of the team would be the fairest way to do it, would it not? I'm not a socialist like you. Well, I just think, but that would be the way to. And then every program, so your school offers 20 grand an athlete, and another school offers 40. You can choose that way, but no one's cutting individual deals. Okay, comrade. <laughs> God. All right. Obviously, Zeke, he kept you. This is every guess. He says. Tell them it's 20 minutes, and I always tell them 20 minutes, and it's always 25 minutes. I gotta Z, change it. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for putting up with me at the game. I tried not to annoy you. I know you were there, uh, <laughs> I, I, but I look forward to watching you play this Sunday, and I wish you continued good health. And more than anything, I just want to say thank you for being part of the PPR family. You, uh, you have, what an honorable young man you are, and uh, it's been a pleasure to know you as little as we do. It's been a pleasure, and I hope that's a relationship that lasts forever. So that's I want to I want to be on record saying that. Thank you, Zeke. Zeke, yes, turn sir. off the machines. The podcast is over.